0: Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective, man. So grateful to be here on this Saturday morning with you. Depending on where you guys and what time you're listening to this to, man, I am sitting on the 12th floor of an man, str- a beautiful plaza. I'm bullshitting. Uh, but, you know, I'm just grateful for the clouds. I'm grateful for everything. I'm just kind of just trying to get back in the habit because I realized that the Friday, yesterday, was one of the worst days ever. And that's because I had a wide open schedule. So that's why we're going to discuss today, break it through bad habits. So guys, sometimes, yes, we do have a tendency of falling off. You know, yesterday I was like, you know what, this is such a bad day. Let me just make it as bad as possible. Then one of my friends was like, maybe you should just take this as an off day. You know, sometimes we need those off days. It's kind of like my trip Going to Krabby next week. I'm gonna be explaining you. Well, I'm gonna be talking about a lot of things. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram, the Arsenio Buckshill. But nonetheless, man, you know, we have a tendency of like always our productivity goes down when we're always going after it, right? It's like a burnout, right? And this is why this whole hustle culture is extremely dangerous, as people have been saying for the past three years. Because when Gary Vee, or, you know, when, you know, he ended up being a huge and making a huge name out of himself between probably 2016 leading to his peak in 2018, you know, he always talked about hustle, hustle, hustle. You have other people for, you know, in regards to, um, what is it? Uh, Tom Bilyeu, Impact Theory, Quest Nutrition, him being the CEO, half a billionaire, and him saying, oh, you need to work your ass off, you need to work your ass off, you need to work your ass off. And I'm like, guys, that just doesn't make any sense. This hustle culture and especially in entrepreneurship is bad, and it ends up inducing a lot of bad habits. So I'm going to talk about four different bad habits today. And in regards to that, he is coming soon. Okay, man. Okay. Yeah. So in regards, in regards to bad habits, I just have one of my assistants come in. So funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, in regards to bad habits, let's focus. Here we go. All right we got four of them desire to protect pacifying ourselves placating and proving ourselves guys you already know what stories i'm going to be telling you but we have to figure out the why the where the how and uh, well, the how to how to overcome them you know so again i obviously going through the hbx series the reignite series that uh, Brendan richard had and you know me getting probably back into that a little bit later on because again i am ridiculously busy but now, you know, after going through that, I said, okay, we have a desire to protect. So guys, what does this mean? Well, you know, it's kind of like a parent having that desire to protect their children in regards to their children uh, doing bad things. So it's like, the, chill, the, the, the chill, oh my God, being over here, if you see it and, you know, a child is being bad, the parent would show up to work or to school and she would just go ham, meaning go crazy on the front office staff, on the teachers, on whoever it may be. I remember I was sitting in the front office of Rancho High School one day. And one girl who I had never spoken to, her mother was just standing there. looked looked very aggravated, right? And then the lady was like, I'm sorry. And she said something. She's like, you know what? Yeah, if you don't go get him, I'm going to get Channel 3 down here, blah, 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 blah. See, that's the desire to protect. Although her child was absolutely a fuck up this is one of those bad habits because instead of making it a teachable slash coachable moment and approaching the situation in a very calm manner, the mother used her force, her, her everything behind what she is to protect her child in regards to her child doing something that was actually really bad. So again, this is, we, we have that feeling like, you know, in regards to what has been happening throughout our lives, and we would go back and look at some of probably the bad times in our life, and we have a desire to protect some of our actions that were actually bad, but we don't realize that that is a real, really, really, really bad habit. It's like waking up in the morning, and uh, getting a cigarette, protect ourselves. Oh, well, it calms me down. Yet we're still saying that cigarettes or nicotine or whatever it may be, it's calming us down. It's kind of like having the liquor in the cabinet saying, you know, I just love coming home and I love coming down this street because, you know, I can always stop and grab a beer, always do this, always do that. I remember I was talking to a guy by the name of Doug at my last job who I hadn't spoken to. Well, obviously I don't speak to any of those fools anymore, but he said, dude, I always drink two beers before I go home every day. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Doug. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I always go down the same street, stop at the same place. And I always tug him down before I go home. And I'm like, damn, dude, sounds like you're a drunk. Sounds like a little alcoholism that's going on here. You're not addicted, it's just alcoholism. And you're doing that just by taking this same route. So what, you know, there are a lot of things that you can become very aware of by saying, you know what, what am I trying to protect here in regards to what I'm doing that I know that is, is, is very detrimental to my relationship, to my work relationships, to my home relationships, to my daily routine. Think about it, because we always say, no, I'm going to protect this. Although I know it's bad, I'm going to protect it, protect it, protect it. And these, uh, I mean, the, the greatest example of this would be cigarette smokers. Cigarette smokers believe that they should protect their bad habit at all costs, rather than saying, you know what? What induces this? Why does this continue happening? At what time does this happen? What can I do to put it, you know, how can I trim this back a little bit? I talked about bad habits back in 2018 on my podcast in regards to Darren Darren Hardy's compound effect. I'm not saying just dive in. I'm saying just, you know, reduce it little by little. You know, I have a bad habit of probably eating Candy all the time, and this is probably because I always go to that same 7 Eleven in the morning. So, what I can do instead of doing that is probably have some milk at home, have some eggs, make some oatmeal, make some eggs, etc. etc. You see what I mean? So, in regards to that, that's desire to protect. Then we have pacifying ourselves, it's kind of like a pacifier, right? So, it's like a baby, right? You put the pacifier in the mouth, and you're all calm. So again, this is kind of like within us something is screaming for change, but we're not going so we're, we're not going anywhere, we're not doing anything to commit to that change. Right? Uh, it's like pacifying ourselves with heinous content, media. Are you one of those people? Pacifying yourself with online forums, engaging in bickery. You know, I told you guys I was riding real high for about four days and consuming amazing content because I was so busy. And to be honest with you, man, I was just on a whole new level. But then I fell back into that trap. What's that trap? Oh, okay, let me pacify myself with bad news, things that don't even matter. I remember, you know, all of a sudden I came home and I realized that, uh, not came home, I came home at, well, yeah, after a workout. And I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Let me just check out this person. You guys probably heard the K-pop band, Blackpink had no business looking them up. And then next thing you know, for the whole hour, I'm over here looking at dance moves and things that really weren't contributing to my overall OQP, my prolific quality, I'm sorry, PQO, prolific quality output. And I'm like, God damn, like, what am I doing? See, again. I have a tendency of pacifying myself by doing things that are not contributory to anything that I'm trying to succeed at. Again, you can become, you can look at something for five minutes a day. That's fantastic. But while I was reading those things out loud and I had that morning routine and the nightly routine, I was writing down my goals. I was on fire, just replicating. But then when I fell out of it, I went back into my routine. What are you pacifying yourself with? Are you posting negative comments online? are you watching the bullshit trash-ass news? You know, one of my, uh, you know, childhood uh, friends by the name of Donia. she's like, dude, it's always someone raping a six-year-old or this or that or this or that. The news is absolutely horrendous. Absolutely. You know, let me give you an example. They play, they, are, uh, they, the American media... Push the narrative saying, oh, black people and Mexicans are disproportionately, again, black people is a color. Mexicans, that's a nationality. I'm like, wait, how the hell does that even happen? But nonetheless, black people and white people are disproportionately affected by COVID. Yet they published an article completely defeating all their other articles saying, oh, well, COVID, uh, people die of COVID 10 times higher if they're fatter and in, in, in countries where people are overweight. So 2.5 million deaths, you have 2.0 minimum million deaths of those COVID were because people were fat or obese. Maybe the other, what? I guess you could say 200,000 people were because they had underlying illnesses. They don't want to cheat you that. But again, this is what we've become inundated in. Poor content, things that are not, they're not beneficial to us. So to overcome this, what would you ask yourself? Well, you have to ask yourself, if my highest self was in this situation right now, If I was riding high, riding real high as I was in a three-day spurt, it was incredible. If I could go back to that moment and say, Arsenio, how can I snap out of this? Okay, he would say, you know what? You're consuming this a little bit too much. Do this probably only in like, let's say a five to 10-minute increment, and that is all. That is all, and you're going to do it only probably two times a day. So if you are in dire need of checking the news example, I realized that I was probably taking up too much time. See, and going back into the nightly routine, sorry, real quick people, I got a bird that just flew right right next to the window and it's right here just looking at me. That's something I could write down at the end of the day saying, oh, you know what, what did I see that was beautiful? A bird literally flew right in the windowsill outside of this 12 story department store building and it's looking at me. That's a beautiful thing. But see, I, f- I had fallen out of, obviously, you know, my routine. So I haven't been writing this that much often. So now getting back into the whole routine, you know, I realized I was taking the sports shows take up too much time. And I'm just like, why do I give a fuck about other men's like, like, who gives a damn about LeBron James? Who gives a shit about anyone else's salary? Why am I sitting here listening to someone else's pockets? I just think that's crazy. So, you know, I started like retracting myself at the beginning of this year. Then obviously after the Super Bowl, I'm like, you know what, man, sports is absolute dead right now. There's nothing to it. Why am I even tuning into it? I don't know what's going on in the sports world anymore. I just don't care anymore. I just don't because I'm like, why do I care about other individuals that don't even know I exist? And, you know, this in regards to singers, actors, actresses, they become inundated in other people's lives, but they're not even living theirs this is what scares the living hell out of me. So some people say, Arsenio, do you know them? No. Oh my God, you don't know them? No, I don't know them because they don't know me. And what have they done for, to, to, like, for humanity lately? I only know people who have a massive contribution to humanity. Do, what are you what, like, what is that pacifier that you are sucking on throughout the day? Every single day, figure it out. Now, how about placating? This is number three. Placating people. This means you're pleasing other people. You know that your husband and you defending your husband, as egregious as he is, is only going to lead to long-term suffering, even death. Like your husband says, go get me some beer, and you do it. You do it because maybe you just don't want to be abused. He says, go do this, go do that. Something that is completely contradictory of who you are and what you stand as a human being but you go ahead and do it anyways. Why? Because that's called placating. You're pleasing that individual. Okay, to get out of that situation, but you did it. It's kind of like that uh, the podcast that I did with uh, JoJo, JoJo Waddle, you know? And you guys could go back probably, ooh, man, this happened maybe around August or September of last year. This is when I was still talking to the transformation coach. And this is when the fallout had begun too. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, with JoJo, she, she would placate the living hell out of her husband. Why? To avoid abuse. So she would have to do it just to avoid abuse for the next three to four hours. But at the, finally she said, you know what, enough is enough. I'm running away. Right. What are you doing to please other people? Although you know that you are quibbling them, like you're quibbling that, like you're taking their legs from underneath them is what coach Boone would say of the, you know, remember the Titans, you know, sometimes, you know, When someone's doing something wrong, you wanna hurry up and try to defend them, that's a horrible habit because this, again, could be a learning experience. It's going back to that desire to protect. You will protect someone. No matter how wrong they are, and you know they're wrong, you will placate them. And guess what, in life, if you do that, it's gonna end up falling apart. I call it real, I tell people how it is, I keep it real. Because if you're not able to keep it real with individuals, guess what? They're gonna grow up and through their teenager years, they're gonna continue doing that. They're not gonna have anyone to say, you know what, that's not good, stop doing that. And this is how they end up making wrong decisions that compact and compound over time. And at that specific moment, they attract themselves to a situation and boom, just like that, they're done. They're going to juvenile hall. They could be dead. They can end up getting in a fight. They end up just taking their dreams from right underneath them because you placated them. What are you doing on a consistent basis that's placating people or placating an individual that you love? This is tough. You know, you're gonna have to like rehearse, rehearse this bad habit, you know, and rehearse all three of these. Be going into the last one, proving ourselves. This is one of my, this is one of the worst habits I ever had. You know, I was talking to an individual before I blocked her stupid ass. Um, Some random. But I realized that I feel like I'm still in a way trying to prove myself to people. That thought does come over me. Like, you know, when I make it, you know, people are going to try to talk to me and I'm going to say, ha ha, nope, can't talk to me anymore. I feel like I'm still still trying to constantly prove myself to these women out here, not only in Thailand, but in Asia. Kind of weird. i realize realized that. Because, again, with my podcast, I'm not obviously I don't have to do anything like that. And me now having a business client, and no, I'm not talking about. Oh, no, I'm talking about an online business client. This is phenomenal. I'm so excited about this little part of it, or um, uh, this aspect of what's actually beginning to emerge. And you know, there are so many other things that are occurring, but I still feel like. You know, a lot of people ask me, oh, you know, Thai women, this and that. And then I always say, yeah, you know what, Thailand has done this and done that. But I'm so grateful because guess what? Because of that, I'm the success I am today. And some people take it wrong and say, oh, well, you're no different from them because it sounds like you're still trying to prove yourself. You come on here and you're still trying to say, oh, yeah, I'm a success. No, you're taking it the wrong way. I'm trying to identify exactly am I still trying to prove myself, but what else could I possibly say? You know, this is my story. I'm going to hone in on my story, you know, at the beginning, you know, to get where I am today was to go through the ugly I had to go through. And there's no sugarcoating it. It is the truth. But to be honest with you, I am a massive success. What if I end up, what if I wake up one morning and as it's happening right now, and I have 50,000 podcast plays in the last 30 days. What about 100,000? What if I hit 1 million and then I have a whole bunch of followers on Instagram? People are always gonna say, when did, it, when did this podcast begin? It began when I had to overcome racial discrimination in this country. And I have nothing to prove to you people anymore. So stop fucking asking. You know, so, but again, I need to continue checking myself because I believe some people are taking it the wrong way if I engage with them online. Again, the Brazilians, they show unbelievable empathy and support. And we talk about things on such a beautiful level. But for some reason, you know, other people believe I'm bragging. Like, yeah, I'm a success I am today because I overcome racism from you fools. No, I mean, listen, I started podcasting from that. So guys, again, if I look at it and I rehearse this bad habit in regards to proving myself, Okay, Arsenia, I got a conversation right in front of me. I know exactly where it's going. Oh, why did you start a podcast? What happened? This, that. Okay, now my bad habit is going into the whole. Okay, well, you know, because of Thai women, I am the success today. Now, some people would look at that as a wow, that is amazing. Some people, especially Asian women, would say, "Eh," they'll try to like, like make you feel bad about it, right? Make you feel bad about what you have obviously become a success as. So I would say, okay, stop myself. What will myself do in this position? My highest self doing this position. How can I reword this in a way that people don't believe that I'm fucking bragging about this? Well, okay, so why'd you start a podcast? Well, you know, I had to overcome a lot of things, you know, mentally, being in this country, being denied jobs for being African-American and all these other things. And then the rebuild began, you know? And now instead of saying, OK, well, you know, because of Thai women, I'm a massive success today. Thai women actually look at that as a uh, as an insult, like, oh, fuck you, motherfucker. Oh, you're bragging because da-da-da-da. they would take it that way because maybe they're having those same feelings as a black man. This, that. Oh, you're a success because of this. And they try downplaying it and minimizing what you or I have accomplished right? So we need to become aware of minimization and people who try minimizing us because obviously I ended up blocking that fucking clown anyways. But to avoid conversations like that, I just do not speak with individuals who are at a lower level. Let's just put it that way. So guys, I hope this makes sense. If I look at and wrote down all the things that you know, I end up having uh, bad habits about, so obviously me being at home, me being on my bed, having a wide open schedule, you know, being in different areas of Bangkok where I indulge in, you know, things such as, you know, uh, pizza, bad food, right? Uh, well, I wouldn't say bad food. I'm going to indulge in pizza no matter what, but not often, right? Uh, another bad habit is always um, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I should have lunch at home so then when I finish at home, I could go to another place, have a nice little sit down, then go to the company that I actually teach at. But one of the big issues is is that I always go to McDonald's and I always end up ordering a hamburger and I order a hamburger and this happens probably once or two days a week. Yeah, that's a little too much because then I go to the gym and I realize that the the little love handles on the side of my hips are coming back just a little bit. Although the abs, the pecs, the tris and everything else is in place, having this little fat around my stomach, I know where this is coming from. You see what I mean? How about social media? Distractors throughout the day, especially on busy days such as Saturday, for me, Sunday, right? Meaningless relationships. What does that mean? Well, relationships where you know shit ain't going anywhere. If you guys are normally just complaining or people are taking you for granted, that's another thing. How about seeking validations because of your insecurity? That's another huge one. You know, a lot, and this is what a lot of people have because they constantly seek. Validation. They constantly show their body online because they want that validation from men, although they hate it, but they love it. They crave it. Uh, This is like, you know, uh, the the validation. Let's, um, you know, Thai women uh, who have like over 1 million Instagram followers, you would never see a black man on their bio, right? But they always bring white men, white, uh, white skin, blonde hair, blue eyes, because they want that validation. Women say, oh my God, you have a white foreigner. Oh my God, he's so handsome. Oh my God, they want those comments. They want that recognition. And so people do that, especially not only in Thailand but across Asia, right? Because for some reason, white always equates with success. White always equates with purity. White always equates with this. So do you buy a car knowing that you're in debt? Swishing up the conversation now. Do you buy a car knowing that you're in debt but you just want this because you wanna validate That you want to look like you have money and prove to other people that you are on the same level as them see what i mean this is all critical i just broke down a lot of things for you guys like why would i buy new clothes am i gonna buy strictly for myself okay but am i trying to seek validation as i was about six years ago this is something that you need to answer so With that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful The Arsenio Buck Respective Podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.